Hi folks, welcome to Grown Ups Read Princess Stories, the podcast where grown-ups from around the world read stories about princesses from around the world. They're either going to be folk tales, fairy tales, or true stories. I'm your host, RPJ, and welcome back to another episode. Today you will be listening to the Hans Christian Andersen tale, The Mail Coach Passengers. Hans Christian Andersen over the years did several stories which were about the new year, about seasons, and about new beginnings. And this is one of those tales. And today, you are in luck because it is going to be read by a very, very funny human being by the name of Camille Pell. Camille Pell is one of the funniest human beings I have ever met in my entire life. We did a few sketch shows back in the day together, and you are in so much luck because this is one funny, funny episode. A little bit about Camille Pell. Camille is a writer, comedian, actor based out of Toronto, Canada. Some highlights include being featured on APTN's comedy special, She Kills Me, having her short film showcased in the Northwest Comedy Film Festival. We'll have a link to that short film so you can watch it as well. And writing a produced pilot for Hop To It Productions TV series, Kids Pet Club. She has been featured and published in Sad Magazine and has found viral presence with over 7 million plus views for her performance in an online campaign for Jeweler.com. When she's not performing, Camille works on smaller independent comedy shoots alongside some of Canada's top successful comedians. She enjoys playing on her comedy baseball team, The Baby Zips, and writing and creating cartoons for children and adults with an emphasis on whole family viewing. You can follow Camille on Facebook, YouTube, and on Instagram. We will leave those links in the episode for you to click on, or you can go to CamillePell.com. So without further ado, please enjoy this immensely hilarious episode, The Mail Coach Passengers by Hans Christian Andersen, read by Camille Pell. Hello. My name is Camille Pell, and tonight I will read for you The Mail Coach Passengers by Hans Christian Andersen. It was bitter cold, the sky glittered with stars, and not a breeze was in the air. An old pot was thrown at a neighbor's door. Hey, who threw that pot at my neighbor's door? Bang, bang went the guns, for they were celebrating the new year. Ah, my bum cheek! It was New Year's Eve, and the church clock was striking twelve. Me, 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 sounded the horn, and the mail coach came lumbering up. The clumsy vehicle stopped at the gate of the town. All the places had been taken, for there were twelve passengers in the coach. Hurrah, hurrah, cried the people in the town, for in every house the new year was being welcomed. Mm, I don't hurrah. And as the clock struck, they stood up, the full glasses in their hands, to drink success to the newcomer. A happy new year, was the cry. A pretty wife, plenty of money, and no sorrow or care. The wish passed round, and the glasses clashed together till they rang again. I was a pretty wife once. While before the town gate, the mail coach stopped with the twelve strange passengers. And who were these strangers? Each of them had his passport and his luggage with him. They even brought presents for me and for you, and for all the people in the town. Who were they? What did they want? And what did they bring with them? 
Good morning, they cried to the sentry at the town gate. Good morning, replied the sentry, for the clock had struck twelve. Your name and profession, asked the sentry of the one who alighted first from the carriage. See for yourself in the passport, he replied. I am myself, and a famous fellow he looked, arrayed in bearskin and fur boots. I am the man on whom many persons fix their hopes. Come to me tomorrow, and I'll give you a New Year's present. I throw shillings and pence among the people. I give balls, no less than thirty-one indeed. He's got great He's balls. He's got great balls. He does really good balls. That is the highest number I can spare for balls. Lots of balls. My work. ships are often frozen in, but in my offices, it is warm and comfortable. My name is January. I'm a merchant, and I generally bring my accounts with me. Then the second alighted. He seemed a merry fellow. He was a director of theatre, a manager of masked balls, and a leader of the amusements we can imagine. His luggage consisted of a great cask. We'll dance the bung out of the cask at carnival time, no, don't said dance he. My bung out. Oh no, don't dance my bung I've out. I've already danced my bung out yesterday. I'll prepare a merry tune for you, and for myself too. Unfortunately, I have not long to live. The shortest time, in fact, of my whole family. Only twenty-eight days. Sometimes they pop me in an extra day, but I trouble myself very little about that. Hurrah! You must not shout so, said the sentry. Certainly I may shout, retorted the man. I am Prince Carnival, traveling under the name of February. The third now got out. He looked a personification of fasting, but he carried his nose very Ooh, high. That dude needs to eat a burger. Charlie, fetch this man a burger. For he was related to the Forty Knights and was a weather prophet. But that is not a very lucrative office, and therefore he praised fasting. In his buttonhole he carried a little bunch of violets, but they were very small. March, march, the fourth called after him, slapping him on the shoulder. Don't you smell something? Make haste into the guard room. They're drinking punch there. That's your favorite drink. I can smell it out here already. Forward, Master March. But it was not true. The speaker only wanted to remind him of his name and to make an April fool of him. For with that fun, the fourth generally began his career. He looked very jovial, did little work, and had the more holidays. If the world were only a little more settled, he said, but sometimes I'm obliged to be in good humor, and sometimes a bad one, according to circumstances. Now rain, now sunshine. I'm kind of a house agent, also a manager of funerals. I can laugh or cry according to circumstances. I have my summer wardrobe in this box here, but it would be very foolish to put it on now. Here I am. On Sundays, I go out walking in shoes and white silk stockings. And a muff. <laughs> After him, a lady stepped out of the coach. She called herself Miss May. She wore a summer dress and overshoes. Her dress was light green and she wore anemones in her hair. She was so scented with wild thyme that it made the sentry sneeze. <laughs> Your health and God bless you, was her salutation to him. How pretty she was, and such a singer. Not a theater singer, nor a ballad singer, no. But a singer of the woods, for she wandered through the gay green forest and had a concert there for her own amusement. Now comes the young lady, said those in the carriage, and out stepped a young dame, delicate, proud and pretty. 
It was Mistress June, in whose service people become lazy and fond of sleeping for hours. She gives the feast on the longest day of the year, that there may be time for her guests to partake for the numerous dishes at her table. Indeed, she keeps her own carriage, but still she travelled by the mail with the rest because she wished to show that she was not high-minded. But she was not without a protector. Her younger brother July was with her. He was a plump young fellow, clad in summer garments and wearing a straw hat, but very little luggage with him because it was so cumbersome in the great heat. He had, however, swimming trousers with him, which are nothing to carry. Then came the mother herself in crinoline, Madame August, a wholesale dealer in fruit, proprietress of a large number of fish ponds, and a land cultivator. She was fat and heated, yet she could use her hands well. And would herself carry out beer to the labourers in the field. In the sweat of the face, thou shalt thou eat bread, she said. It is written in the Bible. After work came the recreations, dancing and playing in the greenwood and the harvest homes. She was a thorough housewife. After her, a man came out of the coach who was a painter. He is the great master of colors and is named September. Oh, I get it. And they're like the the, the months. I, they're all twelve months. Okay. The forest on his arrival had to change its colors when he wished it. And how beautiful are the colors he chooses! The woods glow with hues of red and gold and brown. This great master painter could whistle like a blackbird. He was quick in his work and soon entwined the tendrils of the hop plant around his beer jug. This was an ornament to the jug, and he had a great love for ornament. There he stood with his colour pot in his hand, and that was the whole of his luggage. A landowner followed, who, in the month of sowing seed, attended to ploughing and was fond of field sports. Squire October brought his dog and his gun with him, and had nuts in the game bag. Crack, crack! He had a great deal of luggage, even an English plough. He spoke of farming. But what he said could scarcely be heard for the coughing and gasping of his neighbor. It was November who coughed violently as he got out. He had a cold which caused him to use his pocket handkerchief continually. <coughs> Good, one moment. And yet he said he was obliged to accompany servant girls to their new places and initiate them into their winter service. He said he thought his cold would never leave him when he went out woodcutting, for he was a master sawyer and had to supply wood to the whole parish. He spent his evenings preparing wooden soles for skates, for he knew he said that in a few weeks these shoes would be wanted for the amusement of skating. At length, Blast Passenger made her appearance. Old Mother December with her fire stool. The dame was very old, but her eyes glistened like two stars. She carried on her arm a flower pot in which a little fir tree was growing. This tree I shall guard and cherish, she said, that it may grow large by Christmas Eve and reach from the ground to the ceiling to be covered and adorned with flaming candles. Golden apples and little figures. She drunk. The fire stool will be soon as warm as a stove, and I shall then bring a story book out for my pocket and read aloud till all the children in the room are quite quiet. 
Then the little figures on the tree will become lively, and the little waxen angel at the top spread out his wings of gold leaf and fly down from his green perch. Wow, Grandma's really a... Keeps going on. Nana drank all the wine. He will kiss everyone in the room, great and small. Yes, even the poor children who stand in the passage or out in the street singing a carol about the star of Bethlehem. <laughs> well, now the coach may drive away, said the sentry. We have the whole twelve. Let the horses be put up. First... Let all the twelve come to me, said the captain on duty, one after another. The passports I will keep here. Each of them is available for one month. When that has passed, I shall write the behavior of each on his passport. Mr. January, have the goodness to come here. And Mr. January stepped forward. When a year has passed, I think I shall be able to tell you what the twelve passengers have brought to you, to me, and all of us. Now I do not know, and probably even they don't know themselves, for we live in strange times. And that completes the story of The Mail Coach Passengers by Hans Christian Andersen. And of course, the moral of the story is... Uh, welcome each month, no matter how crummy they can be, with open arms. Yep. I think that's pretty much what that moral is. Or it could be something like each month has its day. Uh, yep. Yep. Well, good night. That was Camille Pell reading The Mail Coach Passengers by Hans Christian Andersen. We want to thank Camille for coming on the episode and reading for all of you. Give her a nice round of applause, everybody. She can hear it. She'll hear those claps. Like we said at the beginning, you can follow her on Facebook, YouTube, and on Instagram, or go to her website, CamillePell.com. All of those will be in the episode description. You just click on them, go to them, find out more. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Princess. Stories. Please like and subscribe to the show if you have not already. Like and subscribe to those social media handles. It helps get the word around. If you enjoy the show, please leave a rating or a review, some kind words. The more people do that, the more it finds other people. And until the next episode, please, everyone, be kind to each other and stay safe. <laughs>